easy there, Pilgrim. Yeah, MTG Finance, don't go to college. We're just giving out all of this free have knowledge. We're super rich parents. Like, most people pay for the advice that we give. You can get this for fucking free. That's what I'm saying. Fuck, man, you, we even give you a discount. We gave you $1,000 last week. We're giving you free advice this week. <laughs> I should be a financial fucking consultant. No, I'm just life coach. Life advisor. Oh, coaching. Coaching implies that there's advisors incorporated. Fucking coaching implies that there's competition, and competition is bad for the world. Oh, so we're advising. You're the fucking problem, bud. You're not wrong. No, I think we. I think advising is something that we could definitely do. Yeah. Okay. So I think 2020 we stopped the Fetch and Shock Magic the Gathering podcast bullshit, and then we move on to the Fetch and Shock Life Advising podcast. We should just have segments, like <laughs> do like an hour and a half a week and break them up into like either 15 minute segments to get six of them or three 30 minute segments. Oh, I think we could do 15 minute segments and then just answer people's life questions. Dude, I actually am minutes. super down with that. You know what? Next week, uh, if for everybody's listening to the intro, because that's everybody's favorite part anyway. Um, for next week, send us your problems, whether it's magic related or life-related. And like, we will doctor fill that shit yeah, right out of the you, fucking ballpark, son. Yeah, or did you lose your job like me? Because I definitely have have done that in, a, in recently. Um, are, you, are you red-headed Solid. like Matt? That's probably a life problem. Hey, Matt's Dick, I'm not red-headed. I'm red, son. <laughs> Do you have any other problems? Send us them. Just just go ahead, shoot it into the Fetch and Jog DMs. They're open, and we will solve your problems for you. Don't shoot it into the DMs. Slide into them DMs. Oh, yeah. Just a nice, gentle... Sultry. Sultry slide into the DMs. Sultry slide. What is up, you turkeys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fetch and Shock podcast. I am your host, a hearty helping of mashed potatoes, Tyler. And joining me, as always, is my co-host, a lovely, delicious slice of pumpkin pie, Matt. Matt. How is it going, dude? Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. Yeah, it is. It's listen, it's fall. We're moving into late fall. It's almost winter. It's it's hoodie season. Got to wear a jacket outside, especially in the Northeast. And it's just Eva, I'll nice. do you one. I'll do you one better. It's beard season. Oh, it is beard season. You are just go. You are embracing the no shave November like a like a true like high school, like junior. Yes. Um, My wife is pissed that I haven't shaved my mustache. Because oh, normally I would used to like trim it because it would go over my lip and it would annoy the piss out of me. But I said, fuck it. I'm letting it go. Well, I got past that part. Commit, right? Now I can just like comb it and brush it to the side. Nah. I do have a legit beard brush and it's awesome. Yeah, I'm sure like if you're, if you're doing if you're committing to the beard thing, you got to get the, all the accoutrements to go along with it. Dude, beard oil is the way to fucking go. Yeah. Like, Even if you started... have just like a little little scruff. Just a drop of that, it makes, like, the hair so soft. And it just it makes it, like, less itchy, because that's my issue. That's why I just haven't, like, committed to growing anything. Because yeah, I'm just like... Dry. That's why it gets itchy. Yeah, because it's just not healthy. Yeah, you gotta moisturize that shit with the, the beard oil. I love... See, that's the move. I need this to start taking care of my tried. facial hair. First time I ever tried it. Well worth it. Maybe that's why I can't grow beards, because I just don't take care of it. That is possible. Yeah, I'm not rolling it out entirely. It also could be... That I just can't grow a beard. But it also <laughs> just could be because I'm not trying hard enough. I'm growing a, a luscious fucking mane. 
It's yeah, red. You got like a Viking style beard. Again, it's the redhead thing. I'm not, I don't have red hair. That's the weird part. No, My you have like a blonde. like a dirty blonde hair, but your beard is like bright red. Oh yeah, and I have black eyebrows. I figure that one out. Yeah, you're just you're like a, you're the calico cat of human beings. Yeah, everything about you is just like unicorn weirdo. Yeah, my beard is where it's at though. The red, I don't know why I grow a red beard, but I do, and it's the best part of me in general. Well, answer me this: true or false? Is your round one opponent at SEG Syracuse your inspiration for growing your beard out? Because that guy had one hell of a beard. That dude had a Viking beard. Yeah. He was a burly SOB. Like, that guy meant business. Like, my beard's probably only, like, three or so inches. But he had, like, the down to his fucking nips. Yeah, his yeah his beard was, like, it at very least, like, 12 months worth of growth on that man. I also didn't realize until after the fact I saw him, his fucking hair was, like, four feet long. He just had it, like, in a bun. like Oh, really? Hair. Yeah, it was in a bun, like, under his beanie or whatever. Oh, so he went the straight, like... Oh, we're just going to, we're just going, we're just going to go ahead and let everything go, not get it cut, just see what happens. And it just worked out for him. Yes. Good for that guy. That's kind of, that's where my lifestyle is at right now. I'm just like, "Mm, we're just going to go ahead and let it go. And then whatever happens, happens. And no one at work has said anything about the beard, except it's looking healthy. I got a couple of those comments. Well, that's the big thing, right? Like if you don't take care of it and you go into work and you look like you just like crawled off the street. You, like your boss is just gonna be like hey you homeless fuck shave your face well yeah that and i don't really deal with clients or anything so it's not a big deal yeah that's generally why people don't grow beards that they can't or it looks like shit but if you take care of it like you said if you if you are cognizant of the things that it needs and you get the products that give it the things that it needs like it, it can look good and it can look healthy and you don't have to look homeless mm-hmm that's wow, welcome thing. to the Petra Truck Beard Podcast, am I right? I would start a beard podcast right fucking now. <laughs> I don't think I'm qualified. No, that will... Is there a Fetch and Shock Missing Tooth that. podcast that we could start instead? Because I think I am uniquely qualified for that one. <laughs> I would have to rip out one of my... I will gut one of your back ones. You won't even be able to know. I'll just get a pair of pliers in there and just wiggle it out. But you can put it underneath your pillow. Tooth fairy come give you like five bucks. You'll be rich. That's MTG Finance, baby. Start pulling all your teeth out. <laughs> He's horribly disappointed. <laughs> Wake up with every tooth in your mouth underneath your pillow. And you're just like, what? I thought I was going to be able to buy a dual end with this. Now I just have a bunch of missing teeth. Duh, you want to hear the most fucked up part? When I was a kid, I would do that. I'd get a quarter. And then people, I'd hear like friends, they're like, oh yeah, I got five bucks. I'm like, what is this bullshit? Wow, the tooth fairy just absolutely screwing you cheap ass giving you the nuts i love that (laughs) wow this one already took a turn we started talking about like the winter and like i did the nice like thanksgiving intro the american thanksgiving obviously is coming up this week uh well maybe not obviously if you're not in america because if you're not then you don't give a single solitary fuck but uh yeah like i'm trying to work this week motherfuckers yeah, yeah, enjoy yeah, enjoy your Thursday and Friday and also sometimes Wednesday. Do you have Wednesday off? Do you do you have Wednesday off this week? I'm working remote. So, yes, kind of. Yes and no. They have 50/50? Yeah, I'll, I'll be working, but like a lot of our subcontractors aren't working. So, yeah, like much if, off, but if I, I was employed, if I was employed, I wouldn't have work today or on oh, Wednesday. Really? But currently, see, I'm I'm free. 
You got all week off, son. It's I'm I've actually started referring to it because like people ask me because now that I'm home, like I haven't seen some of these people in like oh like a good five or six years. And they're just like, oh, what are you doing at home? And I'm just like, instead of having to explain the entire situation, I'm like, mm, I'm on a sabbatical. And they're just like, that word's too big. I don't know what that means. And they just like continue on with the conversation, just completely ignore everything that oh, I that's just said. Cool, man, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> We're in actuality <laughs> unemployed. If you got a job for Tyler, fucking hit us up. Yeah. If any of you out there work at want want to work with me, um, you just just send me an application, and I will I will I will I'm literally ready to go anywhere. If you, somebody out in Australia wants me to, to come work with them, just sign me up. I'd do that in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah, I'm, if somebody in Brazil right now is listening, I'm cool with Brazil. I don't know how to speak Portuguese, but I'll figure it out. That oh, anywhere in the UK? Different. Like, I'm sure they mostly speak English there anyway. Sign me up. Let's go. <laughs> but Travel. I guess, Travel podcast. I guess, well, we have a, some things to talk about. We will go on and touch on the, maybe the Thanksgiving topic at some point in this episode, but... Like, you know what, actually, we could talk about maybe something that we're thankful right now. How about that? Matt, what are you thankful about in the Magic community? Huh. I don't know. Did I get to play Magic? Oh, that's actually, that's a good one. Just the fact that you have the ability to play Magic. That's a real good one. You know, that's super wholesome. That might be the most wholesome thing I've ever heard you say. It's, it's relatively wholesome. <laughs> On a scale of one to wholesome. It's pretty, it's pretty wholesome, wholesome. Bud. Yeah, I have... The extra funds, a lot of people don't have money to play Magic because it can get pretty fucking expensive. Um, I'm going to get to see a bunch of guys uh, in the next couple of months that I haven't seen in a year. It's me. No, fuck you. I see you more. <laughs> Talking about the annual where I see some people, not even every year, sometimes they can't come. Yeah. So it's like the, we're going to be able to see somebody that we, we haven't seen in like some people that we haven't seen in like two plus years. Yeah. Which is going to be cool. That's honestly the best part about it to me. What yeah, are you yeah, just getting for? together with the homies? We're going to yeah. definitely do an entire annual podcast. Like a podcast entirely dedicated to our annual tournament because it is the single coolest magic event that has ever happened ever. It's the bee's fucking knees. It's really good. Wow. So, I mean, your answer was so wholesome and nice that I feel like I have to come back with something wholesome and nice when initially I was like, okay, we'll we'll get to it later. But then I thought, you know what? I could use this as a really good transition to say that I am so thankful that I can go to flipsidegaming.com and get 10% <laughs> off of my order <laughs> at checkout using code fetch. I was just going to use it because I didn't expect you to, to get that wholesome. Honestly, me either. <laughs> you totally blindsided me with that. I was going to use it as a perfect segue for our shameless plug and you totally took it in the, in the different direction. <laughs> So thanks for that. Thanks for thanks for ruining that for me. Yeah, make you feel like a sack of shit, don't I? No, you know what I'm thankful for? I'm thankful for every single person out there listening right now. Every single one of you. You're all great. You're, you're we love you. Me and Matt both and Flipside Gaming loves you. Everybody. You're all phenomenal. I'm very thankful. Everybody love everybody. You, you get me. You're the reason why I get up and go to work every single day. And by work I mean get on my computer. <laughs> Magic. Look up things to talk about on the Fetch Shock podcast because that is my job. So let's talk about some magic, bud. Yeah, there's actually some things that have been happening uh, this week in magic. You'd think, you know, the week before the American Thanksgiving holiday, it'd be kind of a slow trickle. But no, we actually got some heaters announced. Yeah, we got some shit. Week. Yeah. So I believe it, what it was like last, like late last week, they said, oh, 
they they threw up like uh i want to say they threw up like an image of a secret lair thing and everyone's like oh what the hell could this be and nobody really had any clue and then this week started and things started more information kind of started coming out about it um and then we had a bunch of youtubers um and other uh community members actually start like releasing and spoiling some of the information about it and it turns out these secret layers or secret layer drop series is i guess what it's officially called they're just like these mini sets that have very specific themes and they have cards in them with alternate arts of these very specific themed cards definitely neat different yeah, super super cool and they're like they're very limited print run kind of what i thought it was going to be at the uh, at the very start of it was going to be something really similar to the from the vault series which did not get me excited in the slightest uh the first from the vaults were good like the first like four were pretty decent but then after those they kind of went to shit Sure. I mean, are you talking about like the card selection of those ones? Because I think I agree with that. Yeah, like from the vault, exiled was good. The relics, um, the legends. I think the twenty was even pretty decent. Oh, I think a lot of the card selection from a lot of the from the vaults. I think just in general was really good. But I want to say that every almost every single one, the print quality was the issue, right? Yeah, definitely. Like there was never a from the vault series. That as far as like the card quality and the foil printing process that was up to standard with even the foils that come in the regular packs. Like from the vault came printed, like curled, like heavily played foils. Some of them. Like I recently just bought a Lotus Petal from the vault because that's the only foil version that there is. Um, and it's pretty good. Like the foiling's a little weird, but uh, when it's double sleeved, you can't really tell as much, I guess. Sure. Um I think that's but, like that's the minority though, right? I think so. Yeah, a lot of them are real shitty and like pretty much it's it reminds me of the the uh commander foils, how they just basically no matter what you do, they are just so curled. Yeah, almost exactly like that. I I agree with that 100%. That is a lot what it seems like. Or at least the from the vault ones, but these are way different. So these so the secret layer drop series, so there's seven of these like secret uh layer bundles. And they all have their own little sub theme, kind of like the the From the Vault series, but but they're in a different sense. As in, well, From the Vault series were always way more expensive, right? Uh, no, the MSRP on them wasn't ridiculous. It was after the fact. Yeah, I guess that's that's correct. And it all depended on what was in the From the Vault. Oh like, yeah, big from time, the Vault big time. Annihilation still probably you can probably get it for fifty bucks or less. Yeah, but the, and also the like from the Vault Angels the was like twenty bucks. Yeah, so I think that played a big part in it. Um, that was probably the biggest part of it was what was actually in it. Yeah, but this so these ones and also the from the Vault series was like an annual thing. This they're just dumping seven on us, um, all in like a week time span. And these this is in the chronicle chronological order that they're going to be released is uh, Bitter Blossom Dreams, Eldraine Wonderland. Restless in Peace, Seeing Visions, Explosion Sounds, Kaleidoscope Killers, and OMG Kitties. And those all come out. And for my knowledge, you can only purchase these on the Wizards of the Coast website. On that date. For 24 hours on that date. So it is, the first one is available on December 3rd, the second one on the 4th, third one on the 5th, and then the 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th respectively. And if you want all of them as one large bundle which will save you a ton of money. 
uh, you can buy that on the very first day, December 2nd. I feel and like they might at 9 sell out that day. Like they might actually sell out on the first day. Well, that depends on how many they're printing, right? Yes. Because if they're like kind of printing to order too, that's a thing. I don't know if they will do that. But I think this is something that they can do that with because there's so few cards. Uh, that's true. Like out of all of these, there's one card that I really want and all the other shit I'm like so-so on. Well, let's start talking about these. So um, let's talk about the first one in the, the chronological order of them, uh, the Bitter Blossom Dreams. So I, if the name doesn't give you that enough, um, it is the, the set is literally just a Bitter Blossom. So it's a two-mana enchantment, one in a black. Um, and it says, at the beginning of your upkeep, you lose one life and create a 1-1 one, one black fairy rogue creature token with flying. So it comes with one Bitter Blossom and four fairy rogue tokens with flying one one fairy rogue token but all of this is unique art that we have never seen and the bitter blossom is like kind of a full art like extended card Uh, no it's yes the border is still there the and the art is behind the text if that makes sense yeah it's kind of like the like the old game day promos where the text of the card is still there but it's a transparent text box and the art kind of falls down into the text box yeah perfect yeah and I think the art on this is out of this world. Now, these this one is non-foil, so the Bitter Blossom itself is not foiled, and neither is any of the the tokens, which, again, I mean, I'm all for the non-foil process because I just enjoy not-foiled cards. But I can see how some people would be kind of bummed out about this. People who foil out their decks. Yeah, and Bitter Blossom is kind of one of those cards that, like, people out there to seek specifically, like, making the prettiest version of a deck who are into foils, this Bitter Blossom and foil would be out of this world. Yeah, but I guess dope. they do have the Masterpiece, or not the Masterpiece version, the, uh, the what the hell is it called? Box Topper. The Box, thank you, thank you, thank Sorry, you. Yeah, I was taking a box drink. Topper version. But Plus holy you crap. you can always get the OG foil. You, ooh, honestly, the OG foil might just be the best one. The Rebecca Guai one, that is actually my screensaver on my computer. Because that art is nerd, so breathtaking. I freaking love that art. the The screensaver on my computer is that, and my wallpaper on my computer is uh, <laughs> Ginger Brute. <laughs> Worth it. Mm-hmm. Big time fairy tale nerd over here. Gotta love it. But this one's actually really cool. I think this one's one of the better ones, at least as far as like value out of all of them. Yeah, thirty bucks pretty much for that uh, one card. I mean, they release the prices what they're going to be, and they're only available in one place. So this is at least what you're going to be able to buy them on that one singular day for 24 hours. Yeah. So this one, the Bitter Blossom Dreams is $29.99. The next one is uh, Eldraine Wonderland, which I think initially seeing this one, I was like, oh shit, they're going to do like some crossovers with the Eldraine cards that have like a, like a fairy tale origin and do like really true to the origin arts. Um, no, that's really incorrect. It's literally just snow covered basic. Yeah, this one's kind of a bust in my opinion. <laughs> Unless you're um they are alternate art alternate art, excuse me, foil basics. Oh, um with the- all new arts. All the arts are pretty cool. Uh, my favorite is the forest. It's fucking incredible. The forest is so so freaking good. Um they're all really nice, don't get me wrong. Um you can get the same thing if you're they have the full arts in actual uh Modern, Modern Horizons. Horizons. Uh, Horizons yep. part. Or you can go uh, Cold Snap Foils or my personal favorite, the Ice Age. Ice Aged. Yep. Um, but those forests uh, definitely... There's not that really forest is going plays. to be coveted. 
Like that's yeah. that's a definitely huge. Thing. Yeah, and this one, um, they're all the same art. They don't have multiple arts for the lands, um, which I like and dislike. Yeah. So the th- so this box just comes with five basic lands, basic snow covered lands. So the the snow covered forest, snow covered mountains, snow covered swamps, snow covered islands, snow covered plains. All of the same art, and all of them are foil. Yes. <laughs> which I think is a big thing. The the thing that I don't I'm not crazy about with this is like decks that you're playing a snow covered land in, you're not you just playing more like than one the one snow covered mountain or this yep. one snow covered plains in. Like you're going you have to have at least multiples of these. So these are like it's such an awkward thing to just throw five hyper premium snow covered basics into a into a thing and be like, oh uh human beings buy this. Uh I think commander sure even then it's like well even then like it's in commander um like one of my decks i have all of the same art basics foiled um from like an old set yeah but like one of them i just i literally have different cool foil basics like promo basics from gps or other promo lands so i think that's one of the big things with you could do with this but well, i agree do you with think you that there are like that also covered island um is probably going to be the most expensive one because of urza it plays like six basic lands um i don't think that that's the case because i don't think the urza player base is that like dedicated to that deck at this point like that Fair just enough. seems like the new hotness that they're not gonna there's so many other cheaper options that this one's not gonna be a thing i genuinely think that snow covered forest is going to be worth a million dollars though see i'm on the other ugh, puberty i'm on the other side of things where the plains and the mountain uh probably are going to be the most uh scred red okay yeah sure from like a playability aspect I'm just saying from the just the art aspect of it. Oh, yeah, the arts. That's the best art. For like sure. the, the forest might be the prettiest forest art I have seen ever, like full stop ever. I'm not getting into that debate with you. <laughs> the APAC lands are really cool. OK, I don't disagree. with. Yeah, OK. I, but I can that, down it, that. that it reminds me of a fucking APAC land. It kind of does. Hyper realistic, like you're in a forest yeah. and it's snowy and you're looking down through the forest. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Pankos has a forest. And I think this one's better than Ryan Bank has for. So you know it's good. Yeah. On your aspect at least. Yeah, because I'm not because I'm not because I'm this one is better than the than my fangirl uh artist. But I mean these are cool. Like the yeah. art is gorgeous. Is yeah, it they're all exactly nice. what I Don't thought know. it was going to be? Not even close. Yeah. This next one I think uh I am the most excited about. Also, uh quick aside, I wonder if there's any like five color you think there's five color commanders that like somebody could buy these for and just like put them in? Probably it's a free throw in a lot of times in commander. Yeah. I wonder if there's like even like three five color commanders that I can think of off the top of my head that you can just like slot these in. I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about it later. I don't know. <laughs> but the next one is uh restless in peace, which one best name out of all of them. Not close. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. That's and this one is only part. three cards and uh, they're non-foil. They are non-foil. But this one no, they is are non-foil. Yeah. They're non-foil. But this one is all like dredge slash graveyard interaction cards. So there is an alternate art bloodgast, alternate art life from the loam, and alternate art Golgari Thug. They also form a panorama. Do they? Yep. Yes, they do. Yeah, that's way cool. Thug, life from the loam, bloodgast in that order, and it kind of creates a panorama image. Yeah, because the middle one is like that kind of, it's the split of the colors. Yeah. I'm going out on a limb and saying that there has been some out of this world 
art in 2019. Like Pancos has had like uh, like some of my favorite art of his career in 2019. Like the family portrait uh, from the royal family from Eldraine is, I think, maybe one of the best arts in Magic's history. This Life from the Loam art is my favorite art from 2016. Not close. 2019, bud. Or yeah, 2019. Sorry. I, um, it's definitely really fucking cool. There's no doubt about so it. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I think it's better than the OG, and that's saying some shit. Yeah, especially coming from you, who was just yeah. like a purist in all forms. Yeah, so that says some shit. It's definitely really fucking cool. And these are the... I would go so far as to say the three cards that they put in this are the three most playable cards they put in this entire set, or entire, like, concept. Uh, I disagree. Um, Life from the Limbs played in three formats. Golgari Thug is played formats. in three formats. Yes, I was thinking from strictly modern for some reason, which I never do. No. But <laughs> yes, uh, definitely from multiple format sense, yes, without yeah, a doubt. Yeah, Dredge in every single sense place, Loam and Thug. No, it doesn't. And then Bloodgast, there's like a bunch of different decks, not even just Dredge, but just in general, there's a bunch of decks that play Bloodgast. So I think this one is going to be the most highly sought after and uh, a friend of the podcast, Austin, uh, me and him were actually talking about this one before and he was like, I don't know, maybe I'll order one. And I'm like, no, you need to order four of these the day that they come out. It'll cost you a hundred dollars, 120 bucks, well, 120 worth bucks. It. And you will, you will be saving money on that because you play yeah. all of these cards and the second, this is only out for a day. So if you want any of these cards, you need to buy them that day or else you're going to be paying probably double maybe even triple for a single card, like fractionally. Yeah, this Life from the Loam is for sure going to be more than $30. Pretty By sure itself. Life from the Loam right now is more than $30. Um, Because of the number of reprints, I don't know. But this one specifically, because of how hyper rare it is and because of how freaking sweet it is, yeah, it's going to be a, a ton of money. Like, just back the Brinks truck up to your LGS and just unload for just getting, like, Three copies of this life from and uh, life from the limb did go down for a good bit. It was very expensive. Yeah, that was before it got the reprint. Also, yeah. uh, quick aside, life from the loam flavor text. When there is no one left but the ravens, the swarm will rise and rule all. Pretty best way we're texting the entire world. And let's go, Baltimore Ravens. That is that that I'm going to be reading from February after the Ravens win the Super Bowl till the start of the next season. Because the Ravens are guaranteed winning the Super Bowl. Next. <laughs> so I'm going to get that 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 exact flavor text tattooed on my forehead after the Ravens win Super Bowl. It's a lot of text for... Hey, I got a big forehead, bud. I'm just going to shave my head, actually. And I'm just going to get it tattooed from like the middle of my skull just down to my eyebrows. Go for it. <laughs> uh, so the next one in chronological order is uh, Seeing Visions. Which, if that name didn't give it away... Uh, it is actually just four copies of Zero Visions, but all of them have different arts. This is my favorite. Oh, really? Yeah. I do really like this one. I love trippy art, and these are all pretty trippy art, except for one, which is like street art, is how they describe it. Yeah, but the I other mean, three are pretty trippy. They're cool as fuck. I'm going to spend $120 on December 6th. Are you going to buy these? Yeah. That's so sick. Well, if you if you buy them, I'll take the the one art off your hands. I'll I'll give you like a couple bucks for them. Oh wait, no, these ones are foiled. Never They're mind. All I take foil, them. Yeah. But yeah, it's just a playset of Serum Visions, and all of them have different art, and they all look just look like Serum Visions on acid. I think my new favorite art. Uh, we were talking about this before. It was the one with the third eye. 
I think mine is now the one with the trident. Oh yeah, you like that one? Yeah. I think that I mean all of them are so good in their own right. Oh yeah. I'm gonna like they just do shrooms and look at and these. And they're so unique. That's the thing. And Seer Visions is a playable card. Like if you show up to a modern event and you just have like just this and you're paying uh you're paying thirty bucks for this. Last time I checked, or I mean maybe not last time I checked, but a Seer Visions was like a five dollar card. Um, it's I don't think it's that much anymore, but it's an uncommon. Yeah, and like Serum Ridges was a sought after card for a while. Um, so like you're getting this super super cool version of that of a very very playable card that you can just play a playset of, and you're paying thirty bucks for it. Like that's dope. That's so killer. Yeah, and these are by far the coolest arts. Once again, coming from a purist who loves the OG art, these are all really fucking cool and rather impressive art i think as a complete set i agree like i like the life from the lone art more i like the snow covered forest art more but in the context of the entire set i think i agree yeah they're just they're neat yeah so after the serum visions one is uh well hold on the only thing i don't the only thing i don't like about them printing four different arts inevitably one of the arts is going to be the most sought after oh jack the price of it up yeah, like if you look at uh, the best example I can think of is Mistress Factories. Oh, that's a good one, too. I was thinking um, more of like a modern time. Like Thoughtseize had a reprint, and even that original art reprint is more expensive than the Eros one that was reprinted like years and years prior. Yes. Which is like wild to me. Like this one was reprinted like the, the, the new art, the old art was reprinted. In like two months after the old art was printed and it was fully in stock in a lot of shops, it was still $5 more than the Theris one that they have a million of because Theris was reprinted like to the sky and back. Yeah. I was saying more from one art as people objectively will always like one art more. Sure. So the Mistress Factory uh, issue is there's one set that has four different seasons. Um, and the winter one is the most expensive. Yeah, that one's just like so much better though. Even with something like uh, like the Urza's like towers or Urza's power plants or Urza's like the Urza lands, they have four different arts, but n- there's an, isn't one that is like that significantly more expensive. The tower, but it's not significant. That's what, yeah, it's not like that to that extent. Sure, it's a little bit more expensive. It's like a buck more or something like that, but it's not like hundred dollars more. No, I think um, I don't think this is going to be that case, but you always run the risk of that. I mean, I think it'll probably be like 25 bucks more just because this is being printed in such a small quantity. It's possible, but we will see. So the next one is uh, Explosion Sounds, which is a just five different goblins, and they all have like a kind of a cartoony art. But there are some actual really slick goblins in this set that are good for a bunch of different formats. And I like the kind of cartoony vibe to these arts, like the goblin lackey art is so sick it's so good i love it see i could give a shit about the goblins honestly i just like it because also they kind of like tell a story it's like almost like a family of goblins and like their flavor text kind of like relates to each other and all of these goblins are are probably playable in their respective formats i think the art is good and it makes like its own like panorama i think it's just cool and if you're into goblins like you're snapping this one off immediately yeah if you're into goblins perfectly put yeah, if you, like if you're a legacy goblins player and you don't have like four of these goblin lackeys in your deck, I'm immediately just like you're not you no you're a scrub. Yeah, you're <laughs> you don't <up>. count because <laughs> that goblin lackey is so sick. And they're all pretty much done the same. 
not the same art, but in the same style. Oh, they're all done by the same artist, I believe. That would probably explain it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that helps a lot. Just like the uh, the Restless in Peace one with the Life from the Loam and the Thug and the Blood Gas. Those are all done by the same artist as well. That makes sense since that one's a panorama. Yes. And the Lands were all done by the same artist and the Bitter Blossom was all done by the same artist. The only ones that weren't done by the same artist, I believe, were the Seer Visions because those are so drastically different. The next and and the next two that we're going to talk about. So the next one is Kaleidoscope Killers, which is weirdly enough, three five color commanders. Yeah, I wasn't sure how to feel about this one. Um, they're really sweet. I think the financially, this one's probably going to be the most lucrative one. Like if you're just like, oh, I want to go buy, I I need to go, I want to go buy one of these to try to make money. This one's probably the move. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so you're getting mainly because you only need the one of. Yeah, exactly. And these are these are going to be like the most sought after ones. So there is Sliver Overlord, the Ur Dragon, and Reaper King, which are all three or five color commanders in their own respect. Then they have their own like tribes. Like the Ur Dragon's a really good dragon commander. Obviously, Sliver Overlord's a Sliver Overlord commander. And Reaper King just in general is a very good five color commander. Yeah, it's pretty generic. Yeah, just generically good. Um, I mean, these are all phenomenal art too. Yeah, um, I think they fucked up with the Sliver Overlord. Um, they could have did the Sliver that is from Future Sight and is like $80. Oh, yeah, that one. Well, I mean, also, I don't think they could have because that just like totally by itself blows out the price of like you just can't. Oh, uh... that is a million dollars because then people are just going to buy it buy only that just to flip and it's going to crush that. I see what you that makes a lot of sense. Definitely didn't think of that. Yeah. Like, I think all of these, as far as MSRP goes, like, sure, the, the Dredge one, the Restless in Peace, only has three cards. Um, the Bitter Blossom one has one real card and four tokens. Um, the Basic Land one obviously has five Basic Lands. But I feel like they're all... The Serum Vision one only has four Serum Visions. They're all, in my mind, around the same price point, though. I think uh, these three Commander ones... It's, I think it's by far the most expensive one. Yes. I also think that these would look incredible under a black light. Oh, all of these arts are just like so crazy. These ones in specific, like specifically, are way crazy better. Like that Sliver Overlord, that art is fucking amazing. All of these arts are just so bizarre, which I love. You know what these remind me of? Do you remember like when we were kids, they had like, you could buy them, but they were, they were almost like sheets of coloring books, but they had like the black part was like felt. Did I don't you know what you're talking about. No. Oh my God. I feel like that was such a cool thing. It was like these big, like long, like posters that you could buy. And it was just like, you colored the white part in with marker and all of the black, like the negative black part was like a felt thing. And you could just like hang that shit up. I feel like maybe that was like a weeb thing. But I, like, I thought it was so sick because they had like some really cool ones. And I feel like dragons and like like m- mystical shit was like a theme with those things. And this, these arts like remind those. me big time of that shit. Yeah, I definitely don't remember those. <laughs> well, if Sorry, anybody buddy. out there does remember it, let us know. So I don't look like a total fucking asshole. Oh, no, you're probably right. Um, I just don't remember those. You're too busy those. playing outside. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I could well, not have put is, it better myself. My thing is with these, um, how many people do you think um, on December 8th 
are going to be logging on and buying this uh, the the three color or the three five color commander ones that have also conveniently a couple days before went on and bought the Eldrain Wonderland five of the basic. Like that's got to be such a crossover market right there. Yeah, that's they're buying these and then the lands. Yeah, because let's say that's all the commander shit they're doing. I mean, there's got there's people out there for sure. Like more people than not that are buying this this commander set that are dumping money into this, not because of two of them, because or not because of all three of them, because of one of them specific that they have their sliver deck or their uh, Reaper King deck or their Ur Dragon deck where they're just like, oh no, I need that one. That one needs to be my commander right now, and they're gonna get the other ones, and then they're just gonna ship the Sliver King, or they're gonna ship, or the they're the Reaper King, or they're just gonna ship the Sliver Overlord, and they're just gonna keep the one that they need, and the other ones are just gonna be out in uh, MTG Finance Land. Yeah, I could see that. That is kind of what I think is gonna happen with those. I don't even want to fucking guess with these because these could be such these could a be big the most swing. expensive ones, or these could totally fucking tank. These are definitely just the flops, I, these are yeah. I think these are on their surface probably the most pricey ones, but I agree that they're probably also the most volatile. Yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> these ones are the ones that have the the biggest up and down swing. It could go either way. Well, okay, let's let's move on to the fifth or the seventh and final one. Let's um, say math's hard sometimes. It is not easy. Math is for blockers, bud, and certainly not me. Um, this is actually the last one we're talking about is also the first one that was spoiled. Um, which is the OMG cats. No, you fucking idiot. It's OMG kitties. Oh, kitties. Yeah, they're kittens. They're not like big boy cats. They're little boy kittens. Little, little boys and girls. Action. Um, these ones are probably, I would say, pro- the most divisive out of the group of them. What do you mean divisive? Like either people love them or they fucking hate them. There's like barely. Uh, yeah. Um, yep. There's no gray area. Yeah. I mean, and even I made like a starkey tweet. Like I woke up in the morning and saw these and like immediately was just like, oh, there's not a dog one, is there? And I tweeted a snarky thing about it with like the picture of the real caracal of his face, like zoomed in because he's all like salty. Like he's got like this really bummed out face. And I was like, oh, the face when there isn't a, a OMG dogs version of this. OMG puppers. Yeah, there should be an OMG puppers. Like all I want is just one copy of Isumaru. But like full um, art, Wakanda, yeah, and him Obviously. just looking super fucking dope. Just regal as fuck. Yeah, I would pay thirty dollars for just that one copy of Isamaru. That's it. Of That's all I want. Why wouldn't you do? He would, and I would make a mono white commander just all around Isamaru because Isamaru is that dude, best boy in the game. Not close. He is the goodest boy. He is one hundred percent the goodest boy in the game. But there's also some good boys and girls, I guess, in the cats one. If you can call cats good boys and girls, like I'm guessing you can. You for sure can. I don't know. Cats are not my thing. Um, obviously, me and Matt are dog people. Um, but I really, really do like the arts for these. I am firmly planted in the side of the fence that says these are really fucking cool, and I like them a lot. I don't. Not a fan. Not a fan? Yeah, it's a surprise of probably no one. Yeah, this doesn't seem like it's right up your alley. Which is totally cool. Like, these aren't for everybody, but I really like these. Well, I'm not going to buy them. Like, that's definitely not what I'm saying. These are cool if you have that fucking cat deck, that commander cat deck, and that's what you're about. Well, they also reprinted Arbo in this set, too. They they reprinted it. That's the reprint. Yeah, which is so sick. I mean, also, like, the Marari art, fucking adorable. The real Caracol art kills me, makes me so happy. Like, I laugh every time I see it, and I'm just like, that is exactly a cat. It's just, like, this smug, 
like angry face that is a so synonymous with every cat that I've ever met ever. Oh yeah, it's every cat. Yeah. And then the Quizali Slingers is which which we talked about before. That art is so good. It's just like these cats in a tree just like, you know, just swatting at shit and just being cute. And I'm that's the kind of cat that I want to hang out with. Like Rio Caracol, I look at and I'm walking past 10 times out of 10 because I'm like, mm, that's the kind of cat that is actually just like a little lion and it's mean and it's probably an asshole. And like when I leave the room, it knocks my drink off the table and like it pisses in my shoes or does something like that. Like no, that's, that's kind of cat I don't in your fuck fucking with. drink. Yeah. And takes a shit in your shoes. Yeah. But even like the Murray art, like shirt, sure, they're holding a knife, but I still want to rub that that cat's belly. Like, I definitely want to fucking rub that cat's tummy. I'll leave that to you, bud. And then the Quizali Slinger's like, I want to play with those cats. Like, I just want to hang out with those cats. Like, those cats look like the dogs in the art dogs playing poker, but in cat form. No, they look too animated. They're too jovial. Yes. They're just, like, hanging out. I mean, but, like, I, you do want to hang out with those cats. Like, if I would, if I wasn't afraid of heights, I would want to be in a, in a tree drinking with those cats. Is that what they do? They just hang out and drink in trees? I mean, if I was a cat, that's what I would do. Is it like, right? Yeah, I guess there's no reason not to. Yeah, if I was like incredibly nimble and had a million lives, I would probably drink away like five out of those nine lives. <laughs> just get shit housed and fall yeah. out of trees. Yeah, just commit hard to to <laughs> to the sauce. Get lost in the sauce. Five out of the nine lives, and then we'll use the other four sparingly. Get lost in the sauce, and it to win it, bud. That's right. If it's worth doing. It's worth overdoing. You're not wrong. Nope, that is the life philosophy. But all, I mean, okay, so that's the last one we talked about. Um, and you can buy all of these the very first day for 200 bucks, which if you're into them, that's a bargain. If you're not into them, don't have to touch it with a, with a 100-foot pole. It's a good way to put it. But these are freaking cool. I think these are awesome. Yeah, they're neat. They're for sure it's, neat. And, like, like, just the perfect thing that I saw this morning, actually, after I was looking at those, because initially I saw the cat ones and I was like, eh, whatever, I don't really give a shit. Um, and then I was continuing to scroll and I follow Hipsters of the Coast on Twitter, um, which if you're not like that's a sh- that's a preliminary shout out for the episode because Hipsters of the Coast is great. But um, there is one of their uh, writers, Zach Barish. Um, he wrote an article uh, entitled This Product Is Not For You. And it's just an entire article about how like magic is producing so many different products and magic by itself is one game, but there are so many games within our game. Like there's commander, there's legacy and vintage, there's modern, there's standard. Uh, And like, even within that, there's like other crowds within those like subcategories. And there's people that like the lore. There's people like the deck building aspect. There's people that like all these different things about magic, like the art, like there's just so many things inside our game that are specific to different groups with inside our game that not everything has to be for everybody. I thought it was a phenomenal, absolutely fucking phenomenal article and really, really came out on the perfect day for these lore things because these lore things are not for everybody. Not even close. Oh, definitely not. So there's definitely going to be people out there. I mean, even us to a lesser extent that we're kind of talking shit about some of them. These products just aren't for us. Like, that's yeah. not being cat um, people. We're not, that's not the target audience for the cat one. Like, I don't have a cat commander deck. Like, Miri is a, the the art is gorgeous, and I really like the art. I'm never going to buy that card. But there's somebody out there who saw that and got so excited about playing Magic just because of that art on that card. And that is so sick. Yeah, 
it very clearly is. It's incredible. Yeah, so good good for Magic and good for uh, Zach Barish of Hipsters of the Coast for writing that article. I think because that article, I think, was it was one was really well, well written, which I mean, it's better. Some of the Wizards of the Coast actual Watsy articles that come out because some of those are so bad. Some like, of them I'm are not, fucking terrible. Yeah, I'm not like the next the greatest writer on the planet. Nor do you pretend to be. Yeah, but I'm not like I'm not trying to front as a professional writer. Like I'm not fucking Aristotle over here, but I, I never oh, pretend that I am. Attitude. You know what? Tomorrow I am going to be Aristotle. I'm gonna wake up tomorrow as that old philosophizing motherfucker. You just gotta believe, dude. That's a beautiful, believe. beautiful thing. Um. Well, I wish I had this idea, and I think this is a cool little transition. Um. I wish I could say that this was my original idea, but it's not. Um. It is actually uh, Eric Linden's idea on Twitter. Uh. So shout out to Eric. Um. But he. I tweeted something and it got my brain working. Um, and he tweeted, if Watsy made a secret layer specifically for you, what would it be? And I think that's a cool concept. Like that's a cool thought experiment that I think we could do. So Matt, if you were in charge of one of these specific things, they made it specifically for you. This product was for you. It turns out they nailed it. It is the Matt. So I actually have, a couple of these. Um, I'll, I'll give you one. Obviously, uh, some vintage stuff. So I thought of one for before we were talking about like skyrocketing the price of things. I think vintage mana rocks or like vintage draw spells that Ooh, aren't I kind of like power. the vintage mana rocks idea, like the soul ring mana crypt. Yeah, but those obviously those would be fucking ridiculously priced. Um, I was thinking like the treasure cruise, the dig through time. Stuff that's not insanely priced. Oh, like, okay, so... Because if you did a brainstorm and it was incredible and foil, that thing would be so fucking expensive. Like 50 bucks. Yeah, because of legacy, vintage. Yeah, people would want that. That's going to be a high-demand card. But Treasure Cruise and Dig Through Time are literally only legal in Commander, some other weird formats, and vintage. Pioneer. And Pioneer, For yes. now. Yeah. <laughs> But I really think that those would be cool. Sure. So I mean, the draw spells, do... the mana rocks. Let's do two each. How about you do two? One that uh, well, I have way prices... more than two. Well, one, do one that price is not an issue, and then one that price is more reasonable. Well, I, think that I, is won't, a huge I won't count use. those two, because I definitely have more than those. There's some really cool shit that could be done. But go okay. ahead. Give me, give me one of yours. Okay, so I guess mine, if there was something super specific to me, I would want to do... If price wasn't an issue, my favorite was like I think a great one would be just four aether vials. Different art or same art? Different art aether vials. Kind of like the serum visions. Like the serum visions. Exactly like the serum visions. Like non-foil, four different aether vials. But if they did like a very specific to me one, there would be like an aether vial with like a like mother of runes coming out of it. And then an aether vial with like a thalia coming out of it. And an Aether Vial with a Flicker Whisk coming out of it. Like, just all of the Death and Taxes, Legacy Death and Taxes creatures coming out of an Aether Vial would be 1 million percent my... Made for you, yeah. Yeah, my specific secret layer. That would probably be the one that would be, I think, the non-price consideration ones. Oh, yeah, those would be ridiculous. Yeah, that would be nuts. But for me, specifically for the... 
the considering the price of the card. I would like to do something similar to the cats one. So instead of OMG Kitties one, it'd be OMG Spirits. Oh, yeah. Get some Spirit Lords. Get some. Yeah. So you would get. Yeah, you would get Spell Queller because I've already thought about this. Exactly what you get. You get Spell Queller. You would get uh, Drog Skull Captain. Of course, that's the best one. Yeah, you would get Supreme Phantom. You would get either Mausoleum Wanderer or Selfless Spirit. Selfless Spirit is for sure. The way to go there, I think. Well, either Mausoleum Wander, Selfless Spirit, or Rattle Chains. Because all of the arts are just insane. I would just be, like, dependent. I think you could probably get two out of those three. Would probably be a safe bet. Um, yeah. Maybe, probably. like, Mausoleum Wanderer and Selfless Spirit and not Rattle Chains. Actually, screw it. This is my own thing. And I think, price-wise, you could probably get it down there. Because, what, the the Cats one was seven cards with two tokens. So mine could be five cards with two tokens, right? That seems fair price. Yeah, you could do that. None yeah, of those so are ridiculously expensive as is. Yeah. So, so we're doing if they're ten bucks a pop or whatever. Yeah. Because I think most of these are going to be worth more, except maybe like the basics one. Um, I agree with that. So, so we're doing we're doing rattle chains, selfless spirit, mausoleum wanderer, spell queller, drogskull captain, supreme phantom, and then we're doing a lingering souls and two spirit tokens. I honestly could have guessed that you were going to do both of those things. You probably could have guessed my first two that I said. Yes, 100%. So my second set, I'll, I'll give you two more. Um, I'll save the best for last because this the last one's my favorite one. So the first one would be like a storm, storm thing. So you get like tendrils, you get a grape shot. Ooh, uh, uh, you get a brain freeze, and then you get like a fluster storm. Oh, that's so sick! That's actually a super good one. Yeah, I think that would be cool to have some crazy arts or something along those lines. Um, for those, uh, tendrils only has two printings. It has an FNM, and then the OG grape shot has two printings. I think brain freeze actually only has one printing. Oh, and that's then, such a good one. And fluster storm has two uh, printings. Two three, printings. well, three printings, three, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I thought that would be a cool one. That's a really uh, good one. Yeah, well, the, this one's going to blow your fucking mind wide open then. Um, something that hasn't been printed uh, since 9th edition, which I think is 2001 or something like that, uh, Tron Land. Ooh, that's a good one too. And specifically, uh, the proxy guys, Tron Land. Oh, yeah, that would be so sick. Where they're super dark colored, but then there's these vibrant lights like the actual movie, like Tron. Yes. Um, I think those would be fucking insanely priced. That would be so sick. I guess I didn't even consider like what art that I would want to have on the Spirits one. Because obviously I kind of knew what I want with the Aether Vial ones. Like I want the specific people or the specific things that I'm vialing in to come out of it. Yeah. But the art design for them is actually a really cool concept that i didn't even really like consider that's the one thing that i was like they well they really haven't they haven't been printed since ninth edition no they haven't and like those could use a a good refresh well those foils from ninth edition are like 50 bucks each. yeah well would you would you want them to be foil because i wouldn't want any of mine to be foil um it depends on the art if the art pops actually fuck yeah i would want them foil yeah it that would seems be something like, like you could buy them foil or non-foil um, in my dreamland, obviously. Yeah, you could do it. It is my more. fucking personal dream. So my personal dream, I'd want them foiled. Mm-hmm. 
but someone else's, they might not want them pulled. Oh, you see, I want mine to come non-foil pre-whiteboarded, so I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> didn't have to erase the fucking borders on them. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I had a bunch of once As soon as you told me about that, uh, before we started recording. Your mind started racing. I was like, there's so much cool shit that they can actually do. And I am by no means an artist. I have no artistic ability whatsoever. I can draw a mean motherfucking stick figure. But beyond that, you got nothing in the back. That's bag. about it. I once I drew a that. perfect circle in fourth grade, and that was That's the highlight of my career. It's been downhill ever since. I have good ideas. I just can't translate you it can't, into... Yeah, I put it into... I mean, I feel like that's like most people, where they can conceptualize a good concept, but it's just like actually getting it down. I mean, that's so, always been like my issue as well. So I, I can totally get down with that. I would have guessed you for spirits and something to do with death and taxes. Death and taxes. I mean, I have a brand, and I have to uphold that brand. I honestly thought you were going to say something with the equipment uh, to make Ooh, the equipment. That would be a cool one, too. Just like That's what I mean. With this type of shit, there's so many cool things you can do. There's infinite great ones. I think you the spirits do, one would be sick. And do like counter old... spells. You could do like hand disruption stuff. Yeah. And I would want to do the spirits, but with thing. like horror movie tropes. Like almost like an Innistrad style, but like old Innistrad, but darker. Because, like, they couldn't get too, too dark and, like, too, too grim with the Innistrad ones. But do, like, really grim, really dark spirits. Or just do, like, horror movie spirits like Poltergeist. And that would be cool. That would be a different take. Yeah, so speaking of uh, kind of different art styles, um, which is this is something that they used to do all the time, uh, is the GP promos, or I guess Magic Fest promos, let's get correct here. Uh, the Magic Fest promo... Yeah for 2020 is this full art path to exile and it is so sweet it's pretty dope yeah it's but really yeah good. like you they used to do this all the time they had uh cryptic command damnation wrath of god they had a bunch of shit yeah these were and like those were just they were like, like player rewards before then so you were like on like a mailing list and you just like randomly received them in the mail i think yeah, that's how, it worked, how it worked these you have to attend a gp or uh, get like some certain package at a magic fest and then you receive these. My favorite part is there is a foil and a non-foil version. So like you were saying, in your ideal world, you could get them foil or non-foil in your specific thing. But in these, they actually have the option. Sure, the foil ones, you have to do jump through a couple extra hoops. But you can get the foil ones if you really so desire. How What hoops do you have to jump through to get the foil ones? I think entering just like any event, you get the non-foil one. But you have to actually sign up for like the like the sealed fanatic package to get the the shiny ones the foil ones yeah at least that's how it worked last time i'm assuming that's how it worked this time um so those that's going to be at every 2020 uh grand prix or magic fest i need to start calling a magic fest because that's i guess the real thing um but also for the magic fests uh they do promo lands for them and the promo lands they actually released the arts for and they are killer. Yeah, they're real good. They're yeah, they're better than the the snow covered ones, in my opinion. Minus oh, really? The forest. Minus huh. the forest, obviously. Yeah, minus the forest. Sure, I think I agree with that. But they're almost they're throwbacks to kind of the same concept as uh, Battle Bond. So if you are not familiar with Battle Bond, it's like they the basics in them kind of had like an arena, kind of like Pantheon style art, where it's like they're. Gladiator shit inside, yeah, like the gladiators 
like perspective of like where they're battling. So you have like the inside view of this arena and the battlefield is like either like a swamp style version or an island or a plane or a forest or a mountain style uh, where you get to see the plane of battle and the arena surrounding it, which I think is super cool. And the planes out of this is out of this world. It's so cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, all of them are great. Yeah, none of them are bad. Yeah, which I think is good that they're releasing these like unique versions of cards. Sure, you have to attend the the events to achieve them, but it's I'm always a fan of more art. More art is always good. Well, even the basics, I know if you do any of the side events, any event whatsoever, even if you just do... You get two of them, right? Uh, you get one in like oh, a draft. If you do a draft, you get one. If you do anything, you get a basic, a random yeah. basic too. They don't ask you, hey, what do you want? And I know most vendors, at least from the previous ones, um, if you didn't want the basic, you could literally just go and like give them to the vendors and vendors will give you two bucks for them. Yeah. So like you can't, just, yeah. you can't just flip them if you don't want them. Or like you can just start like collecting them because even at the tables when I would draft with people, we would get these and you'd open them up and you'd see which one you got. Um, and there was a plenty of times where there were people at the table who were just like, oh, I need I'm looking for a bunch of swamps of these. Does anybody open a swamp? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I opened a swamp. I don't give two single bucks about the swamp. I will trade you like the the island that you got for the swamp. And they would get what they want. I would get something I didn't give a shit about, and I would take it to a vendor and flip it for two bucks because it didn't yeah, matter. Yeah, they would. They gave you the same price for all of them, so it didn't yeah. matter. So a person got something that they wanted, and I just went net neutral on it. Like that's that's the best thing that could possibly happen. Yeah, you don't really give a shit. So what's the difference? Yeah. So I mean, these these are really cool. I, I like I said, I'm always a huge proponent of more arts for more cards. And I think that's why I had such a positive outlook on these, the, like the, uh, the, the secret layer things. That's why I had such a positive outlook on the secret layer things because they're not new cards. None of them are new cards. It's just fancy new arts for existing cards that people love, which yes, 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 yes. If that's product I'm down for. Yeah. hundred percent. Cause none of these might specifically be for me, but like I said, Austin was so stoked on the dredge one he Which is like 100 gonna drop yeah. that 120 dollars and and just get those cards to bling out his his dredge decks in the formats that he plays them you mean every format that he plays yes every format that he plays where he does play dredge that is his it's yeah, one so of his why ideas. why fucking not do that hell yeah because if you love that archetype yeah these are right up your alley yep like when they make the the legacy one for you where they make mana rocks or draw spells or when they make the Aether Vial one or the the uh, Spirits one for me, we're both going to snap those up. It's going to be no question. So it's just a matter of time. Because I do think they're going to continue with this this concept. Yeah, it's definitely a cool concept. Um, it is neat to see what people will say, like what they would do. Yeah, like I was on that there. thread just thinking like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah, like uh, Evan Irwin said that he would want like cartoon villains uh, from like the Disney, like Disney universe or Samurai Jack or Ren and Stimpy or Rugrats or something like as traditional villains in magic, like Nicol Bolas and Tezzeret and like the Praetors and stuff like that. I was like, Oh, that's really that's a fucking cool, cool idea. actually. Yeah. That's super sick. So everybody out there, um, jump on Twitter, go to 
uh, fetch underscore shock, which is us, obviously. Um, and let us know. Uh, just shoot us a tweet saying what your your specific secret lair would be. Secret lair would be because we're. I mean, these are awesome. And besides I love the fucking what bat cave. What's that? I said besides the fucking bat cave because that's the best secret lair. <laughs> Yeah, people are just going to send us, like, longitudinal and lateral coordinates to their actual secret lair. Fucking do it. <laughs> and we will we will visit. That's going to be where we can fit it in the, the fetch and truck budget after all of the millions of dollars that we're raking in. We will come visit you at your home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, dude. Well, I think I was a productive episode talking about literally one topic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we that's great. Got there. Um, well, so transition to your fucking game. Because I'm asking you, and I have a little special special treat for you. Oh boy, I like this. Oh, I really like this. So, the only other order of business we have uh, is our game. So, every week uh, we play a game on here, and we like to call it Accumulated Knowledge. So, how it works is, um, this week Matt is going to ask me five random card names generated from the Scryfall website. I am going to have to give Matt the mana cost of the card if i get it correct i get a point and if i don't i lose i have to get three out of five cards correct and i have three hints that i can ask about any informational part of the card obviously besides the uh the actual mana cost of it so um matt what is your secret surprise for me that you just said that you had so in magic the gathering there are not actually any turkey there are not turkeys that is correct However, there are a shitload of birds. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> Hold on. It's not what you think it's going to be. And there are birds of every color and even artifact. I have sure. a bird from one of each color. I will give you the name of it and the color. And I have to, I, get the, I have to do the mana cost of it. Yes. Oh, so it's a special Thanksgiving edition of Accumulated Knowledge. Yes. Holy shit. This is actually sweet. I'm so glad that you thought of this just on your own. I had no idea. Yeah, you definitely didn't know. I was doing it. I was like, well, there's no fucking turkey, so we're going to get there. I love it. This is great. Okay, fire it off. Let's do this. So your first one is Abzand Sky Captain. It is a white. This is the white one, right? Is it? Yes, it's white. I was going to say, this seems white. Abzam Sky Captain. This one's like, oh, I remember this in the draft format. This is Konzatark here. Oh, shit. It's definitely a bird. I feel like it's like a bird warrior or something like I'm that, I'm going right? to give you a hint. They're all fucking birds. <laughs> well, I feel, this one definitely has like a subtype to it. This is like bird warrior or something. Shit. Because I remember drafting this card. I feel like this one's like two and a white. Abzam Sky Captain. Oh, shit. It's either two and a white or three and a white, I think. Let's go with my gut, two and a white. Is that your final answer? Yes. Ding, ding, ding. You're fucking Nailed. wrong, idiot. It's oh, three it and a white. Is it three and a white? Shit, it's I knew it was one of the two. So this is three white for a bird soldier. Soldier. From Fate Reforged. Oh, it's oh yeah, for it's, for it's from the middle set. Yes, it is a 2-2 flyer. Uh-huh. Whenever it, uh, whenever it dies, bolster two. Yes. I remember this. This was pretty good in draft. It's pretty damn good in draft. Yeah, this was really, really good format. in draft. The format's super slow, so you had time. I honestly you... thought it was like two and one, and it was a two-two flyer, and it was bolster one. But I thought it was when it and it entered the battle. No, no, I definitely was when it died. Sure, I was so close. Damn it! 
So I'm going to let you control your own destiny here, bud. Sure. What color bird do you want next? Um, give me a blue bird. I feel like that's something I would be closer to knowing. This is Belshan Collaborator. Oh, it Jesus. Oh, this is impossibly hard. Oh, God. I really just grabbed random birds. Oh, geez. From each uh, color. Can I, can I get a hint on this one? What does this card do? So it is flying. Sure. Sounds like a bird. For a black, Belshan Collaborator gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. Power, oh, gold, cracker. Every bird <laughs> has its price. No way. That's so good. Um, it's probably it's def it's probably like a one one. How what's the ability? It's one black. One black, it gets plus one plus one until end of turn. How can you does it say that you can only do this ability once? Nope. Oh, uh, it's probably a one one for like four or like two blue blue. That seems is like that your final answer. Sure, that seems right. Yeah, two blue blue. That is incorrect. Fuck. You're very close. It is three blue. Oh man. God damn it. What sets this from? Tempest? No. Uh, Torment. Oh, geez. I was never going to get that. I would have never got that one. Not in a million years. I'll take the fact that I... I will take solace in the fact that I got... It, it was a four mana. It was a CMC, and I also got the four CMC. Yeah, that was that part wasn't bad. Moral victories, okay. bud. Yeah. All these are really difficult. I'm not going to lie. God damn it. So uh, what's, what color do you want next? I don't know. Surprise me. Okay, let's go black. We'll go the Wooburg. Okay. Holy jeez. Uh, okay, this one is Battlefield Percher. Oof. This is a black bird. You're not going to give me anything else? <laughs> it has flying. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, sure. That math checks out. Sure. I'll give you this one. Uh, free hint. It is from Nemesis. Oh, that helps almost 0%. <laughs> God damn In the a Thanksgiving black... spirit. It is a 2-2. Two, two. It is a 2-2, two, two, and it is flying, and it is from Nemesis. Oh, God. Is it like three black? That seems just so generic of an answer, but it seems like it's probably right. Would you like to use one of your two remaining hints? No, I want to save them for the red and the green one. Uh, you're actually pretty close. This one is three black black. Oh, Jesus. Come on. How is this so impossibly hard? Because they're birds, dude. They're all fucked. Yeah, they are all fucked. I hate everything about this. So this one, uh, it can't block, or it can block only creatures with flying. Sure. And then for a colorless and a black, it gets plus one, plus one till end of turn. Oh, that's so shitty. Yeah, that one's weird too. Oh, I hate it. Well, I, let's go. Let's just just give just end my misery. Give me the next two. I already lost. So, so the red one, this is fun though. I like this. I hate this. This one is Fire Omen Crane. This one is also a bird and has flying. Is this from Kaladesh? Oh, no. Jesus Christ. This is from Global Series, Jiang Yangu, and Mu Yan Ling. Oh, jeez. Fuck. That's this, the... I'll give you the whole text on this one. Okay. Uh, whenever it attacks, it deals one damage to target creature and opponent controls, and it has 3-3 three, three flying bird spirit. Oh, God. And this is the red one. Yes. Oh, this thing's a monster. This it thing's really powerful. Uncommon. Uncommon? Is it three red red? Is that your final answer? Yeah. It's your fucking three red red. Yes, nailed it. That's, I mean, that that, that seems so correct for that card. Yeah, that one's... That one fits the bill. 
so from uh, Green Birds, ironically, not a lot, and you didn't get Birds of Paradise. Oh, so I got screwed, is what you're trying to say. Yeah. Did I get Gilded Goose? No, <laughs> but <Yeah>. that was <laughs> one of the Green Birds. This one is Hunting Moa. I got a question. Yo. Does it have flying? This one does not have flying. That's what I kind of figured it wouldn't, because green. God damn it. So it's like a penguin or like a dodo, I guess. It's a moa. What the hell's a moa? <laughs> Moas were like those giant fucking dinosaur oh. birds. So what is this from like Ixalan or something? Is it a dinosaur bird? Would you like to use your hint? Yeah, yeah, sure. Which Which question do you have? What is the card? What does it do? Everything about it. I just want all the details. Since you already fucking lost hardcore, this is a bird beast. Also, fucking good job on guessing that it didn't have flying. Nailed it. Also, the Moa Moas didn't fly. They had big ass long legs. Yeah, they're like almost like ostrich style, aren't they? Yes, but they were predatory. Yeah, but they're gnarly. Yes. So this is a bird beast. I love that. Fucking Echo. I'm not going to give you the Echo cost. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> When hunting Moa enters the battlefield or is put in the graveyard from the battlefield, put a 1 1 plus 1 plus 1 counter on target creature. Oh, it's on enter and it leaving? Yep, with Echo. Whoa, that's a pretty powerful card. That's got to be stupid expensive, or else I think we would know about this. Uh, I don't think so. It's from Urza's Destiny. From an Echo set? It's probably from an Urza, yeah. Time Spiral and Arch Enemy. Oh. I don't want to give you the echo cost because it'll give you the. Yeah, because it's probably it's probably like exactly the mana cost of it. It's probably like a one one. It's probably for like two green green. Um, I'm going to give you another hint. It's actually a three. Oh, that's different. Oh, I feel like this is definitely like five or six mana. Then this thing's massive for what it does and how old it is. So it could come down as like a four three could come down as it is uncommon. Uncommon. Let's go five mana. This seems like a uh, no. It could be four mana because it's the same thing as like it's it does it's like the same set as her uh, hermitred. Oh boy, no, not hermitred. Uh, Heritage Piper. The the one that makes the squirrels. No, that's hermitred. I just don't think that that's yeah. They're from Urza's, aren't they? I don't know, but that was five mana, and that card is oh uh, really hermitred's the combo card. Yeah. Oh boy, I'm gonna say this is four mana. Let's do two green green or three green. Let's do three green. That would be incorrect. Is it two green green? This is two and a green. Two and a green? It's only three mana? Yeah, with an echo of two green. Two green? Two, same thing? Two, that card two colorless seems and pretty green. powerful. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty strong. Three green for a four three? In yeah. that era, I feel like that's great. And like you just pay the echo and then just swing for the fences. If it dies, you just pump something else. That seems pretty powerful. Seems pretty decent. This was probably an aggressive in aggressive green deck yeah for sure i think it would be i'm fine with that card like i think that card's okay so how'd you like the the bird game oh i hated it i should have got the white one i should have gone two for three two for five or two for five yeah i should have gone two for five i should have definitely got the white one the blue and black ones were hard the blue and black ones were impossible uh but mono green birds uh you had birds of paradise gilded goose and hunting moa Oh, so I really didn't get two of the only other ones that I knew? Yep. I literally just sc scrolled through, stopped when I saw green, clicked it. Great. I did so the it was bird. either one green, one green, or two and a green. There's the only yeah. two options I had. Or only, there yeah, there's are, only two options I had. 
There are some blue green ones and some like tricolor birds. They're like bird soldier, even that'd have been warrior. so mean. Like some simic, like yeah, just garbage I, piles. I wanted to keep it. Uh, I was gonna do five a colorless and a multicolor. Yeah. But oh, that like, would have just been just rubbing salt in the wind because there's no way I would have gotten any of them. <laughs> well, the I was gonna do baleful strix for the multicolor. Oh, I know that one. Yeah, and the bird from Kaladesh, the four mana, two four. Uh, okay. That way, because I didn't think that you would know a lot of the birds, which I was. Turns out you were correct. Super fucking correct. Yeah, those are brutal. Those are so, so hard. Yes. All right, dude. Well. Uh... Yeah, that was fun. It's nice whenever you look like a silly bitch and I don't. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, <laughs> if, if I would have done that same thing to you, which I don't think I would have ever thought of because I was genius. I would have lost that round. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you would have sure. ever gotten that in a million years. No, a hundred percent not. All right, dude. Well, I think that that means that you, uh, you earned our, our shout out for the week that I did. Who do we got? I would, you may know him. He is the fucking boss. The boss, Tom Ross. Yeah, has been the boss for, what, like, 12 years or something like that? For literally ever. He came out and said, bitch, I'm the boss. Yeah, and he just was. Like, just walks into a motherfucker wearing, like, a leather jacket and just crushes everybody with, like, either small, like, smallpox or infect or some garbage pile deck. He plays infect or eight rack and fucking bashes nerds in the face with him. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, Tom Ross is the man. Yeah, super cool dude. Uh, recently, Star City Games said fuck off, and super sad. Um, seems to be taking it all right. I'm sure he'll fucking land on his feet. I mean, he is the fucking boss. Yeah, he's the man. So uh, you can find him on Twitter at at boss underscore mtg. That's just a, such a baller fucking move. Yeah, how do you even like? You know that he's been around forever. If he got boss underscore mtg as his Twitter handle. Yes. Like, that's power moves. Not even the boss. Just straight boss. Yeah, boss-ass bitch is what he should have fucking did because he <laughs> a boss-ass I don't know if that fits in the in a Twitter handle. I think you have a limited amount of characters. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, but you can also uh, watch him stream on Twitch. It's twitch.tv backslash boss empty. The dude's a fucking awesome magic player. If you can win Twitch, tournaments with eight rack you know you're fucking doing something right hell yeah the guy is just so good and he's always been like the coolest guy ever too every time i've talked to him which has been like a handful of times at scg events he's always been super nice yeah i could see that i've never met him but he seems like he would be pretty chill about stuff hell yeah so go on twitter give him a follow go watch him on twitch give him a follow on there or subscribe or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, because I'm sure he's going to be coming out with some shit coming up soon, like very soon, and it's going to be something that you're going to want to check out. For sure, yes. Hell yeah. He is the fucking Infect player, so if you have Infect questions, fucking hit him up and ask yeah, him. Yeah, shoot him then, because he will... Them. Yeah, he knows that deck, or that archetype, in and out in every form. Yeah, Modern and Legacy. I've seen him crush with that deck in Legacy. Oh my goodness, yeah. He was like the face of that deck for a long time. Still is. He's on the fucking Infect token from Star City Games. He is the guy on the Infect token. Yes. Fuck yeah. It's funny because that's in his Twitter bio. You're a silly bitch, Tyler. (laughs) All right, dude. That seemed like a long fucking podcast we just did, bud. 
I think we put some time in. Well, we were yeah. just given so much thanks about all the cool new product. Yeah, let's uh, let's wrap this bitch up. That way people can go to bed or go to work or... Go, yeah, go enjoy time with their, their families. Turkey and pass out after drinking some beer and watching some football. Yeah, drink beer, watch football. Uh, even though the football games that are on are going to be awful. Yeah, what is it? Buffalo and... Uh, oh, Buffalo Dallas. and the Cowboys. That's actually going to be a good game, I think. Yeah, Buffalo's going to crush. And I think the Saints are just going to, like, destroy everybody. But the early game is, like, the Lions and the Bears, and that's just, like, the battle of the worst two teams on the planet. So yeah, it's like shit. Yeah, I'd rather... I, I mean, that's the early game, so I'll probably be eating so, at that time. So instead of, instead of watching that, you could go on Podbeam or whatever other fucking platforms we're on and listen to us randomly oh. bullshit about everything. You'll, you will be with Shameless your Shameless motherfucking plug, son. <laughs> You will be with your family, so just sh- just expose them to this. They'll love it. They'll definitely know what's going on. They won't be offended in our with our language in the slightest. Just just do it. I I'd be upset if they weren't offended by our language. Yeah, and after you show them and they fall in love, you can send them right over to twitter.com and they can follow us at fetch underscore shock on Twitter. And they're gonna love us so much that they're gonna want to follow me at, at basic land bid, and they're gonna want to follow Matt at its bop because i just want to gonna keep in touch with everything that is the fetch and shock podcast hashtag fear the beard and you know what they're gonna do after that they don't even know how to play magic they're gonna but save they are 10 going to want percent. to go to flipsidegaming.com god damn I'm kidding. <laughs> and they're going to want to purchase they're gonna they're gonna buy you your christmas presents on flipsidegaming.com they're gonna buy themselves a brand new deck of magic cards because they're gonna start playing and at checkout, they're going to use code FETCH, and they're going to save themselves 10% off that order because they're smart. And that's what smart people do. That is what people do. <laughs> well, uh, I think that's all we got for tonight, bud. Yeah, man. It was it was good talking to you. Always is. Next time I speak to you, I'm going to be like 13 pounds fatter. Yep. That sounds <laughs> about right. But you know what? It's all good. We're celebrating. Yeah. Fucking eat some turkey. Enjoy spending some time with your families. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will talk to you after the holidays. Peace out, nerds! Peace!